Good morning and welcome to another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by the Bookshelf in downtown Batesville. And we are at uh, full strength again this morning. We have Chris and Mary. Good morning to you, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Fantastic day out, isn't it? But uh, still uh, no excuse not to not to stop by the bookshelf, though. <laughs> oh, it's a beautiful day, beautiful day. Yep, and we can we can uh, make your day even better with lots of books. So we'll um, start. We'll go over the bestseller list, um, which I haven't been here for two weeks, so I I'm seeing some new ones on here, which are good, but a lot of good old ones too. So we'll start out with oh, our yeah. indie bestsellers. Yeah. So hardcover fiction uh, number one, Emily St. John Mandel, Sea of Tranquility's on there. And that is a science fiction book. Um, obviously very good because it's number one. So, um, and Lucy Foley is number two with the Paris apartment. That's, that's one on my list I want to read. So yeah, that's that looks you. good. Yeah. And, uh, nice. Who done it? So, um, mm-hmm. Ocean, Ocean Vong with Time is a Mother. Number three, Jennifer Egan, The Candy House. And Holly Black has Book of Night at number five. A few debuts on our list. Let's see if I can get to them. Uh, Jennifer Weiner, one of our favorite, has uh, yeah. number ten debuting at the the Summer Place. So, I yes. that's another one on my list. Yes, that's getting all kinds of buzz. You know, it's listed as one of the top ten books for summer reads uh, in on just about every list. It's out there, and uh, they're they're really uh, pushing this book. All right, I I can see why she's good, and and we have quite yeah, a um, we have quite a stack of her um, uh, back titles. So if you want to, you know, start with something, you know, of hers before you get this one, there's some of them back there. You're more than welcome to come in and purchase those because yeah. she she really is a good author. Yeah, um, she is. She's no. a fun read. Yeah, she is fun. Number 11 is also debuting on our list. It's Chris Bohagian, and it's The Lioness, and that's new on. He's got quite a few back titles, too, so. Oh, yeah, yeah. and he is just so good, you know, and they've done so many of his things, made those into movies and TV series, um, and this one's really kind of intriguing, The Lioness. Um, this is about... Um, this is kind of set. It's historical. Well, okay. <laughs> we wouldn't have considered. I never think of anything that's set in my own lifetime at some point uh, historical, <laughs> but this is set in, <laughs> set in the 60s. <laughs> oh, and it's, yeah, that's not it's historical. Actually, <laughs> right, that's not historical. Um, no. It's set in 1964, and, and the lioness is, uh, I assume they're assuming to the the main protagonist in the story, who's a, a top of the heap actress, but her name is Katie Barstow. She's honeymooning on the Serengeti, and they're uh, kidnapped by Soviet mercenaries. And uh, so this is going to have just 
all kinds. Of, it's a it's a romance. It's a suspense. It's a thriller. A mystery detective. Um, it's got it all, you know. And Ooh. and of course, Chris Bahalian. You just can't. You just can't miss. He's a wordsmith. It's just yeah, a great. Book. This is true. Ooh, that that sounds really good. That that's that just made my list good, too. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In the nonfiction, Michelle Vonner at number one with Crying in H Mart, a memoir. That's been bouncing around for how many months? But yeah, number one. That's pretty impressive. Um, yeah. Brene Brown, Atlas of the Heart, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, Charlie McKessie. I'm, I'm assuming, which this would be an excellent one for graduation gifts. Absolutely. Um, so I'm thinking that's why that's at number three. It's, it, it really mm-hmm. is a good book. Finding yeah. Me, a it's memoir. It's becoming, you know, that book, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, has become one of the premier gift books. And, uh-huh. and it crosses all genres. You know, this is a great book for, for um, any holiday, any birthday, but graduations, this is, this is a big one. Yep. So, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I, I, I love this book. It's like there's something on every page that just, that just grabs oh, yeah. and says, wow, yeah. So, yep, good, good graduation gift. Um, Viola Davis is at number four with Finding Me, a memoir. Atomic Habits is number five, James Clear. Number six is and, a you know, that also, that also makes a great graduation present. The atomic habits. oh atomic habits you know mm-hmm. oh heck yeah I mean it just kind of lays it out because um, I you know I kind of picked it up and I was flipping through this and reading some of it and it makes so much sense you can see why it's still on the bestseller list after such a long time and um, I think it's going to spring I'm sure that a lot of independent booksellers are going to put this in people's hands for graduations uh, because it it just helps. Students, or or actually anybody, but especially students, um, when they're getting out of school, to like lay their plans out. You know what they have to do to succeed. You know, there's a lot of good, uh, a lot of good information in this book, The Atomic Habits. Hmm. Okay, that would be a good graduation one too. Number six um, is a debut on our list. It's Carlo Robelli, and it is nice long title. There are places oh, in the world where, <laughs> yeah, there are places in the world where rules are less important than kindness and other thoughts on physics, philosophy, and the world. That sounds really interesting <laughs> and, oh, yeah. and kind of sad. Yeah. At the same I mean, time, you know. Well, Carlo yeah. Ravelli is a theoretical physicist, and uh, he's made uh, a number of contributions to physics and space and time. Uh, he's worked both in Italy, his home country, and the United States. Uh, and this book is a collection of, of like, essays. Uh, and it covers all kinds of, of different things. It covers art and philosophy, politics, art, even poetry. So this has got a oh. little, just a little bit of everything in, uh, in this book. I mean, one... Um, he said, perhaps I have actually learned something, one small additional thing about the complexity of the, of being human, uh, just from picking out little things from this book. So 
So it's got it's got a lot of information in it. Hmm. You know, that sounds like a really good graduation gift too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Come think lots, of it, lots of good stuff. Okay, um, one more debut on our list at number thirteen, Angela Garbus with the essential labor mothering as a social change. So that that uh, that's pretty obvious. Sounds like a, yeah, a good look at um, something that's pretty important. Um, yes. in and it is a paper, job. It's a oh yeah, yeah. It's a big yeah. job. Yeah. Yeah. To do, yeah. to do everything that's required as a as a mother. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's a shame, you, you know, this like wasn't out in time. Yeah, for Mother's Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would that would have been a good one. Okay. In the paperback fiction, number one, Emily Harry, no surprise here, book lovers. That looks like a really good one. Oh, it's um, fun. Uh, it is fun. Yeah, that that's also on my list. Um, mm-hmm. Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Taylor Jenkins Reid, where the crawdads sing Delia Owens. It ends with us, Colleen Hoover, and Colleen Hoover at number five, too, with Verity. So no, yeah, no debuts on that list. No, right, but every one of those top five are, are on almost every list for summer reading this year. Anything, yeah. you know, yeah. Delia Owens, it's going to be made into a series. The Seven Husbands of, he- of Evelyn Hugo has been on the bestseller list in some form for almost, um, it's over 52 oh. weeks. And, yeah. um, and and they're saying anything by Colleen Hoover. Pick pick one, pick all of them. Just pick one of them. Yeah. 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 So it's, um, it's, it's a good summer for books. So lots of good it ones is. out there. That's, that's great. In the nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass is number one, Robin Wall Kimmerer. The Body Keeps the Score, Brain, Mind, and Body in the Healing of Trauma, Bessel van der Kolk. All About Love, New Visions, Bell, Book, Bell Hooks. Number four, A Swim in a Pond at the Rain, George Saunders. And number five, The Splendid and the Vile, Eric Larson. There is one debut on our list at number 11. It's called Somebody's Daughter, a Memoir. And that's Ashley Ford. And, uh, of course, this is an Oprah book, so I'm sure it's yeah. uh, <coughs> well, going to it, be good. Well, it's won so many awards for somebody's daughter. And, of course, you know, it has ties to Indiana because um, uh, Ashley Ford was uh, born and raised in Fort Wayne, Indiana. She now lives in Indianapolis. Um, but it's, it's basically... Um, it's basically a coming of age story, and and it's you know a, about a person who's born poor, black, and a woman in America. It ain't easy. Mm. <laughs> She's yeah. got almost three strikes. A lot, lot of starting. Yeah, out. I was gonna say, <laughs> but obviously so, she overcame. So yes, she did. Yeah. Did did a uh, great job, and and I, of course we've had one review. From John Green, who is a fellow writer from Indianapolis, um, and said that her uh, memoir is a brilliant memoir. It's truly a classic in the making. And Ford's writing is so richly observed and with love and yearning that I kept forgetting to breathe while reading it. This is by John Green, and of course, you Ooh. know everyone 
um, with anyone that loves good uh, literature is a John Green fan of, of all oh, yeah. young adults and, and adults. So, okay. Yeah, that's, that's a good recommendation right there. In mm-hmm. the children's early and middle grade readers, we have uh, several stars on the list. And the very first one's a star and one of our favorite authors. He's been here. Um, fun guy, nice guy. And it is the first cat in space ate pizza, Mac Barnett. We love him. He's funny. <laughs> and it is so cute. The cover star. <laughs> it is. So, yeah, I mean, you got to love the title, right? Um, mm-hmm. Number two is also a debut, um, Kieran J. Zoll, and it's Zachary Ying and the Dragon Emperor, debuting at number two on our list. The yes, Marvelers. adventure there. Oh, yeah. Um, Donnell Clayton has The Marvelers. This is the Marvel Universe number one, the first one in that series. The Ogress and the Orphans, Kelly Barnhill. And, excuse me, the one and only Bob, Catherine Applegate, is back up there on the list at number five. Um, Megan Freeman has a debut on our list at number seven with Alone. So, um, a lot of, a lot of good books for the summer. Right. Um, so, no, no excuses not to read. Yeah, Alone did, did very well, also in hardcover. Um, didn't maybe get the attention it deserved, but if, if any kids like Hatchet, you know, alone is kind mm-hmm. of a, that type of thing. But in this case, it's a girl who gets stranded. And um, it's just kind of a, a really interesting story to see how she manages to get by. Oh, you know, those kind of books just fascinate me. I remember in sixth or seventh grade, our teacher as a treat would read us My Side of the Mountain. You know, when we had time. And um, I just, I love that. You know, you just, those kind of adventures like that. And, of course, um, um, you mentioned the, um, like, Hatchet. I mean, just good books. You know, fantasy's fun, but sometimes that reality is just so interesting. And um, fascinating. Yeah, so in the young adult, I kissed Sarah Wheeler, Casey McQuiston at number one, Family of Liars, E. Lockhart, and then We Were Liars, E. Lockhart, number three, The Girl from the Sea, a graphic novel, Molly Knox, and Adam Silver with They Both Die at the End. No other debuts on that list, but like I was saying, still lots of good books. In the Mm. Children's Illustrated. Oh, no surprise here. Dr. Seuss, number one. Oh, the places you'll go. Again, you can tell it's graduation time. And yeah, and I, two, feel, can, I find that to be somewhat interesting that they've got, oh, the places you'll go in the Children's Illustrated. Children, um, yeah, history. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess they really, you know, if you go on what just the book is, you know, not necessarily who's buying it um, or mm-hmm. what they're buying it for. Um, that's probably good place to stick it as any. Um, another yeah. one you can tell is Baby Shower Season. Um, good night, number two. Margaret Wise Brown, and along with Eric Carl at number three, The Very Hungry Caterpillar. Number four is Terry Fan, Lizzie and the Cloud. That looks cute. Um, number cool. five. 
Oh, yeah. Night Owl. Christopher <laughs> Denise. And lot, lots of fun ones on that list, too. But um, mm-hmm. that's all the... <laughs> That's the top five. Uh, let's see. In the children's series, Wings of Fire, Chewy Sutherland, number one. Heartstopper, Alice Oseman. Um, that's kind that's of interesting graphic. to see. Yeah, to see that down there, the Heartstopper, because that's that's really more of a young adult. Uh, I mean, it yeah, is that's graphic, kind of a uh, series, but it's, um, yeah, I would have, I wouldn't have, I don't think that there would be many kids that that are going to be reading um, the bad guys are going to be particularly yeah. interested in reading the heart stoppers, you know, but I guess you yeah. have to put it someplace. Well, there again, you know, kind of like all the places you'll go, it needs a yeah. little niche and I guess that's it. And like you mentioned, the bad guys, that's at number three, Aaron Blabley. Um, Cat Kid Comic Club, Dave Pilkey at number four, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Jeff Kinney, round out our top five. So a lot of, yeah. lot of good books this week. I kind of missed that last week. So what's yeah, on the lot USA? Of, lot of, changes. of course, we knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, tis the season. Okay, so what do you got on and USA Today? And I will have to today, say, Chris? you know, that when we were looking at the, our list for the children's series and... Um, and in the young adults that, that we have in here, there's quite uh-huh. a number of these books that would not be in the libraries in Florida. Oh, at this time. yeah. Yeah. It wouldn't be in yeah. Florida. And that's okay. Bad. So it just could be that maybe uh, the, the North is just a little bit more progressive. Okay, mm-hmm. so let's look at the USA Today um, that they have. Not a lot of changes in place as far as debuts, but switching around for sure. And at number one, it's no surprise. Oh, the places <laughs> you'll go by Dr. Seuss is number one. It's May. It's graduation. <clears throat> so that always does so well. Emily Henry's The Book Lovers uh, is uh, at was actually number one last week. And it's, it just dropped down one. That's kind of what happened with all these ones. In the top ten, they just kind of shifted their position, but they stayed good. Um, and in this one, it's a cutthroat literary agent, Nora Stevens, goes on vacation. But instead of a good time, she bumps into the brooding editor, Charlie Lastra. So that's why they say, you know, this is, uh, if you like a good romance, this is good. If you like a, a, a book about books, it's, this is great. Got, so it's got both of those um, entities there. It Ends With Us by Colleen Hoover has jumped up from number nine. We're back at three. There we go, Colleen. She's been recommended anything, anything she's written. And we've done a pretty good job of going back and getting a lot of her backlist in. So I think yep. we, might, we might have as many as six or seven, but they go out so fast. You know, I'm not oh, quite yeah. sure how many we have it at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, Summer, the Summer Place by Jennifer uh, Weiner is, is uh, debuting. At number four, um, great in the Midwest, great across the country. And uh, once again, she's got, she has this set at a Cape Cod beach house. So, And, of course, there's a wedding coming. And so there's lots of, uh, you know, stuff going on in this story. Where the Crawdad Sings jumped up from number 10 by Delia Owens. Um, 
you just can't beat this book. And I, I think this is uh, once again doing a resurgence in book clubs. You know, I've, I've, we've had a couple of book clubs coming in for um, Where the Crawdad Sings. James Patterson's uh, 22 Seconds. This is a woman's murder club. This always does really well with the San Francisco Police Department. Sergeant Lindsay Boxer is back at it investigating a crime. Colleen Hoover is back in the top ten with Verity. Um, the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, number eight. She's back up in the top ten by Taylor Jenkins Reid. And and her um, her, her her last hardcover, I, I believe, just went into paperback uh, last week. So it won't have hit the bestseller list in the paperback edition, but I think we can probably look for that next week. Atomic Habits by James Clear has come up from the bottom up to the top 10. It's back in at number nine. Um, and the Cat Kid Comic Club on purpose <laughs> has jumped up also. So the kids are getting out of school and they need stuff to read. And I, that's, I think, what you'll see also in the top 10 is a lot of these things um, for kids are going to be uh, we, we've got the list from for the summer reading from the academy and the high school uh, so we will have copies of those books available for the students when they come in um, hopefully we'll stay ahead of of what they need okay so let's jump down to the bottom the um, next 10 um, number 11 is killing the killers by bill o'reilly um, dropped a little bit but he's still in the top 20 Colleen Hoover's Ugly Love, there you go. Viola Davis and Finding Me, her biography that debuted last week, is at number 13. Better Off Dead by Lee Child and Andrew Child. Um, I think that it, it slipped up from number 38 to 14, and I think uh, we got a little hit about Jack Reacher um, <clears throat> uh, from HBO that it's been... Um, it's been renewed. That series has been renewed, and they have decided on which book they're going to be doing uh, in in the second season. Finding Monica by Susan Stoker. Um, now, this is an ebook. Uh, this is digital, available only, um, and so that that just goes to show the digitals do make it to the uh, top twenty as a debut. Heartstopper, and that's on our bestseller list. Uh, it is a youth and shy and soft-hearted Charlie Spring, and a friendship with a rugby player, Nick, evolves. And so that's the heartstopper. I believe this is also, it's either on Hulu or Netflix. I can't, I can't recall, oh, but this okay. is also on TV. David Baldacci's Dream Town <clears throat> is still in the top 20. This is an Aloysius Archer. Always fun, David Baldacci. Uh, Death Note Short Stories by Sugami Ogwa, and this is uh, anime uh, by Viz Media. Of course, this is a graphic novel. That's debuting at 18. Uh, a Sacred Oath by Mark Esper is debuting on the USA Today uh, at 19. Um, it's kind of nice to see that it's not debuting in the top 10. <laughs> this is, of course, mem memoirs of a Secretary of Defense during extraordinary times and here we have another one um, going off on the president 
but he never said a thing at the time. Uh, number 20 is Reminders of Him by Colleen Hoover. Once again, she has another one. As we say, she's just she's just it girl at, at this time. Yep. So those are our top living in the USA today. Yeah, doing doing pretty well. Uh, I guess we can kind of look and see what's coming out this week. I can't remember yet. There it is. Well, and we've got some of these books are, are driving around Batesville as we speak. Hopefully, the UPS will drop those off today. Mm-hmm. Nora Roberts, she has a new one, um, and it's called Network, um, and this is a standalone. It's not one of her um, series books. She's got she's usually got a couple of those things going at the same time. Um, and, and you know this was the, the protagonist is a guy. She's this is the, the hero. Harry Booth started stealing at nine to keep a roof over his ailing mother's head. Um, he would slip into luxurious empty homes at night and find items that he could trade for cash. Um, and it, it was set. It's set in Chicago. She likes to do Chicago for some reason. Mm-hmm. But she moved she the story down to. Savannah, the Outer Banks, and New Orleans. So it, mm. it looks like it's once again she's doing uh, a lot of suspense. Uh, it's all about um, a thriller and, uh, in this case, thievery. So uh, mm. it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. She, she's always fun. Oh yeah, All this stuff she's she a good read. It's always fun. Yeah, she is definitely a good read. Um, so what are some of the other things? This is the Either Or by Elif Batuman has received a lot of buzz. Uh, this is on a lot of lists. Um, it's considered uh, literary fiction coming of age. Uh, so uh, this was uh, a sequel to the Commons Pulitzer Prize finalist, The Idiot. I can remember when we talked about that one. Um, so this is about <laughs> Turkish immigrants. Um, so, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on in this book also. Uh, and it's, you know, it's kind of like an NPR darling, uh, that, mm. that little thing. Kevin Hankus, one of our favorite children no, writers, has a new book out called Little Houses that just absolutely looks darling. And it's, uh, oh. it's illustrated by Laura Drozdek and she has those soft watercolors. So um, mm. I, I have a feeling that what it's about, well, let's see if we can click on it and see. I think it's about um, it's about a girl who's visiting the, the beach and she finds seashells. And that's how she calls oh. those little houses because, oh, you know, geez. the animals, the sea animals live in, live in seashells. Right. So beautiful book. Um, let's see. We've just got a few minutes left. Not too much, but. How many are coming out this week? 483 new books out this week. Wow. Lots and lots of stuff coming out. Um, But I I suggest you come in, talk to us, let us put something great in your hands because it's just that time of year to sit out on the front porch and read. Yeah, check check to see what your favorite author has coming out. Uh, We can look that up fairly easy and um, let you know when something new is coming out because I know how that is. You find somebody, you love them, and you just want to keep reading them. So okay. we I'm can right. follow yeah. up with that. So Okay, so come in 
Um, we are there uh, Tuesday through Friday, 11 to 5. On Saturday, call first, um, see if we're there. Otherwise, it's from um, 11 to 2 on Saturday. We are located on the corner of North Walnut and Bollinger in Batesville, and you can call us at 812-934-5800. All right. Well, thank you very much, ladies, and uh, we will be uh, back again next Tuesday after the holiday for another edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf in downtown Batesville. Book Talk. Oh